We will begin the story in just a moment, but first I have a message for the parents out there. We are driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. So don't search. Match with Indeed. If you're hiring, you need Indeed, because Indeed is your all-in-one matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. When I was looking to hire someone, the process was so slow and I felt very overwhelmed. I wish I had used Indeed because in addition to helping you hire faster, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash story. Just go to Indeed.com slash story right now and support our show by saying you heard about indeed on this podcast indeed.com slash story terms and conditions apply need to hire you need indeed indeed story spectacular presents sleepy time tales tonight's tale is a little duckling story and features the vocal talents of Rhea Pector from Little Stories for Tiny People. It's Sleepy Time Tales, brought to you by Story Spectacular. The podcast for adorable bedtime stories and sweet ducky dreams. I'm your host, Angie. Tonight is a very special episode. We have Rhea Pector here with us from Little Stories for Tiny People. Rhea is here to help me tell a story about an adorable little duckling. Let's begin this duck tale now. A Little Duckling Story There once was a little duckling named Daffodil, but her family nicknamed her Dilly for short. Dilly was bright yellow and really fluffy. She was much smaller than the other ducklings, but she still loved to chase after her ducky brothers and sisters and do the ducky paddle. Quack, quack. One day, Mama Ducky took Dilly and the other little ducklings out for a swim on the lake. Swim in line, please. Don't stray too far away. The other little ducklings swam close behind their mother. Little Dilly paddled her way along, but stopped when she saw a frog lounging on a lily pad. That looks pretty cool. It sure is. I love to lay on a lily pad and soak up the sun. (laughs) I wonder if I can float on a lily pad, too. Hop on up, little duckling. Dilly tried to climb up onto the lily pad, but she kept tipping and slipping. Finally, she caught her balance and made it up onto the leaf. I did it! She floated along next to the frog. Wink, wink. This is really fun. It sure is. Daffodil, 
Where are you? Oh no! My mom and brothers and sisters have all swam ahead without me. I'm way behind. Wait. Just play leapfrog and catch up like this. The frog jumped from lily pad to lily pad. Dilly the duckling followed behind, leaping along from one leaf to the other. <laughs> Soon she caught back up to her mother and the other little ducklings. <laughs> Goodbye, Mr. Frog. Ribbit. See you later, little duckling. Daffodil, I told you to stay close behind. I'm sorry, Mom. We are almost to the beach where we will grab some lunch. Mama Ducky led her baby ducklings over to the sandy beach. They waddled around the beach and made their way over to a blueberry bush. Have a snack, my little darlings. The other ducklings were taller than Dilly, and they were eating all the blueberries faster than Dilly could pick them. Hey, save some for me! Dilly decided that she would climb the blueberry bush and eat the berries that were out of reach from the other ducklings. <laughs> she climbed her way up the bush until she was on the tippy top branch. <laughs> Dilly pecked and nibbled as many berries as she could. Haha, <laughs> look at me! <laughs> the other ducklings laughed. <laughs> Get a load of Dilly. She's way up high and eating all the berries. <laughs> But Dilly's mother was not laughing. Daffodil, Quack. you get down here at once. Oh, uh, okay, mother. Dilly started to climb down the berry bush, but she slipped and fell. Daffodil! Her mother ran over and caught little Dilly in her wings. You need to be more careful. Quack. Sorry, Mama. Now gather round, little ducklings. It's time to take an afternoon nap. All the little ducklings gathered around their mother and nestled in the sand. One by one, they drifted off to sleep. But little Dilly wasn't feeling tired. Mama, I can't sleep. Here, come snuggle up by me, my little daffodilly. Can you tell me a story? Hmm. I think I have a story I can tell you. It's about a little duck named Daphne. What? A little duck like me? When I say she was little, I mean she was really little. Smaller than all of her siblings, just like you, Dilly. But she did have one thing that set her apart. On one of her wings, she had one big, bright, red, feather. Daphne called it her magic feather, and whenever she felt afraid, she would look at it. She imagined it gave her superpowers. One day, Daphne was on the lake with her mother and her siblings when a dark cloud passed right over the sun. Daphne's mother opened her beak to call to her ducklings, but there was a loud crack of thunder and Daphne couldn't hear her. In moments, her family had disappeared. Out of the lake, Daphne was alone.
Daphne looked down at her magic feather and touched it with her other wing. She swam over to the lake's edge and scrambled out of the water. As she waddled through the plants, her wing got tangled up in some prickles. Thunder clapped again. Daphne wrestled with that mean prickly plant. Let me go, you mean old plant, she said. Finally, she broke free. By now, the rain had started. Daphne stood thinking as the rain poured down in sheets. As she looked around at the towering trees shivering in the wind, she felt very small. Then she remembered something. There was a big hollowed out log that they had found the other day. As Daphne and her brothers and sister had played in the log, their mother had said something about it. Daphne tried to remember what her mother had said. Oh, that's right. She'd said, this is like our special hiding place. Daphne made her way through the rain and the mud until she saw the log. She smiled as she heard her mother's quacks. Daphne popped her head into the opening of the log. Her family quacked with relief and delight. Her mother ran over to her and pulled her close. Now everyone was safe in their special hiding place. Daphne's brother, Danny, came over and hugged her. How did you find us? Daphne smiled. Must have been my magic feather. Danny frowned. Daphne, look. Daphne looked down. She gasped. Her bright, red, beautiful, magic feather was gone. Daphne thought back to that mean, prickly plant. I'll be back, she called, and ran out into the rain. She ignored the quacks behind her. She ran all the way back to the edge of the lake, back to that plant that had snatched her up. As she bent down to the muddy ground, she saw a hint of red. It was her feather. Daphne picked it up. She heard her brother behind her. Daphne looked at her red feather, soaked and covered in grime. Looking at it now, Daphne saw how small it actually was. Danny looked at it over her wing. Daphne, that feather wasn't what saved you. Daphne sighed. <sighs> she knew he was right. She also knew that you can't reattach a feather. You can't tape it. You can't glue it. You certainly can't staple it. Daphne tucked the feather under a wing and went with her brother to find the rest of the family. That night, Daphne and her family curled up to sleep at the edge of the lake. It was so dark that night. The sky was cloudy, so you couldn't see the moon or the stars. Daphne heard owls hooting and creatures in the night. She shivered as the wind ruffled her feathers. Out of habit, she looked down at her wing, ready to touch her magic feather to make her feel safe. 
but she caught herself remembering. Daphne pulled the red feather from beneath her wing. It was dry now, but it was dirty and matted. It didn't look all that magical. Daphne slipped away and waddled down to the water. The clouds above parted for just a second, enough for her to take one last look at her red feather that had protected her for so long. Then she put it down in the water and watched as it floated away. Goodbye, she whispered. Turns out I can make my own magic. Dilly, are you awake? Oh, <laughs> sweet dreams, my little duckling. I know you'll make your own magic too. The end. Story Spectacular is hosted by Angela Ferrari. To learn more about the show and to watch spectacular videos, go to storyspectacular.com. A big thank you to our guest, Rhea Pector. Rhea is the creator of Little Stories for Tiny People, a story podcast for kids with lovable characters and storylines that touch on important themes of childhood. You can find Little Stories for Tiny People on your favorite podcast app. Quack, quack. Rhea's first picture book, Little Fox Can't Wait to Dream, is the perfect bedtime companion and it's available now. You can find it on Amazon or at littlestoriestinypeople.com. Thank you for listening to tonight's adorable duck tale. It's always so fun when friends stop by to share sleepy time tales too. Sleepy time tales.